Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 133, part two. I'm Todd, this is AJ, Yo. and we are joined by the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend himself. The legend. Norman. 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 <laughs> Norman. I don't want to say his last name. <laughs> anyway. Norman, Norman. You, hey, uh, if you're new to Real Talk, boy, this is probably not the best. Eh, it might be a good episode to join, actually. This is actually part two, though. We encourage you to go watch part one. I say that being embarrassed by part one because of my poor attitude. So I'll start off by saying, those that watch part one, hey... Real talk. I wasn't in a great place. I stand by a lot of stuff what I said, but I've been people are like, man, I could tell you were kind of off, and you're probably right. So I apologize for not being real with you guys because I'm not sure I even knew. Um, but this is about being real. This is about showing that you can be real in God's church. Amen. And that it's okay to be human, and that um, sometimes life is not clean and perfect and uh, you know sanitized. That we have to work through things. So I apologize to you guys and to you guys. Hmm. Um, for the way that I said some things or the way my body language and stuff was, but I'm back. I still stand by a lot of it, which we'll talk about. Um, <laughs> but the way that I said things, I apologize for that. Mm. So. I love you, man. Well, I appreciate it. it. Also, you know, I I should give you guys an apology as well because I know I've been a weirdo for a long time, so I'm ready to be back and be real, man. So I'm excited for this. Any opening? I thoughts? love you guys both, and uh, you know, I, I forgive both of you. Thanks, Thanks uh, man. I think you know that's. That's the church is forgiving people. Amen. Uh, you Should know, be. Truly understand. They believe that guys are repenting, and I'm looking forward to, to where the show goes. We're going to dive in, boy. Well, hey, I'm going <laughs> to... You know, I just feel like I got to. So, um, <laughs> here's here's what I would say is before we get into the show. Well, if you if you watch part one, how do I do this? Well, let me get the business out of the way. So, yeah. that being said, those of you that are brand new... And maybe you want to stick around because you're like, what's going on here? Uh, there's a reason it's called train wreck. We're going to see right. what happens. But I will tell you this. The show's built around being real. Listen, this whole Christianity thing, whether you're a Christian or whether you're on, you're not, but you're curious in watching this or whether you stumbled upon this and you've never even think about those things. Here's the facts. Christianity is not an option. It's not a, one of many paths. Well, it is. But it's the only path that leads to life. It's real. And I'm looking at you in your electronic eyes. Hopefully you're uh, in the camera. And if you're on podcast, that makes no sense. So just it's in your ears. Um, but this is real. And we believe in that. And we've seen it. But we also realize that we understand why sometimes people out there get confused on that. You know, those that don't know Christ can probably look at us. You know, it's a shame that the that quote, right? The problem with Christianity is Christians. Have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. I would say two things. One, you're right. You know, we have yeah. probably sometimes got caught up into a culture that's not necessarily what Christ has taught, but we've created, mm. meaning Christianity as a whole. And I think we're all aware of it, but we kind of go with it because that's the way you do things. But I'll say the other thing. I think that if you're a person looking for fault, Christians within Christianity are an easy target because we're not perfect. But here's the beautiful thing. It doesn't matter if Christians are jerks. It just matters if Christ is who he said he was. Amen. And so, that being said, that's what this show's about. And it really started as uh, an opportunity for you guys, whether you're listening, watching on one of the various social media networks that we're on, to be able to ask questions that you have never gotten to ask or never gotten an answer for about God, Christianity, life, the Bible, how to put all this together, what does it mean to live this out, and to do that in an anonymous and safe place, mm. okay? So somewhere in the description of this video and perhaps on the screen itself, you will see a link that you won't actually be able to cl- click, but you'll at least see it. You'll see it. It's www.theremnant.live real 
dash talk. That real is R E A L. So www dot the remnant dot live slash real dash talk. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> so click that link, follow the directions, go all the way to the bottom of the page, hit submit, go to submit a question, and it'll go into our database inst- instantaneously, completely anonymously. Could not find you if we tried. That's right. However, Though we do have some of those questions, and Pod Squad, Book Nook, that's what we call the crew, Rumble Jumble. Rumble know. Jumble. Uh, all of you guys keep sending them, and we may or may not get to those today, but we got, we got a lot to talk about. And so the reason we oh, wanted yeah. to call this part two is Norman and I were supposed to meet, and I texted, uh, I don't remember who. He messaged me on Facebook. That's right. And he texted me, and then he texted Brandon, and then... Because I want to make sure you got it, man. And I was like, hey, just tell him to come in if he comes in. If he didn't, he didn't. He came in and stirred the pot a little more, so we came up. So uh, that is catching you up to date. That's right. So Norman is here as a guest and a brother, and we're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about some stuff. So last show, we kind of, we called it train wreck, because honestly, it was disastrous. It was bad, In the way that we, well, in the way that we normally do the show. And I'm sure it felt awkward to you guys and weird and like why we were all being... Odd and and one of the things we had talked about is man we just aren't we're not interacting we're not having real talk anymore we're talking at each other that's right but we're not listening and that's not what this is about man and we've done some stuff in our personal lives that we're not going to catch you all up on um, but may come out in this mm-hmm. that we've had to realize through all this and we want you guys to know that's life man like you know two days later from when we filmed and we're here saying man you guys look different that's how it works. Yes. When you recognize stuff. So that's kind of where we're at. And, um, you know, so looking back, I guess I want to explain sort of what my, where my frustration was. And maybe you got, you know, we can kind of talk about where we're at. Yeah. And Norman can ask some questions too. And then we'll just go from there. So, again, not scripted. We don't know what's going to happen. Nope. We're just three guys, you know, who uh, love Jesus, love each other, and love you. And we, we, we're taking this stuff seriously. Um. I'm going to warn you right now. I'm already on it. If you're a pastor who is only used to doing things a certain way, and I say this because I love people, man. Norman, you can attest this. I've had people say, Todd doesn't like other churches and doesn't like pastors. That's a ridiculous thing. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's complete opposite. I have a ton of admiration. Um, but I, unfortunately, sometimes they, ah, that's actually, sometimes, uh, I don't know. I want to encourage you. This show should encourage you because I know there's a lot of great pastors out there who, you know, as you try to steer the ship of your specific church or ministry, you find yourself sometimes burnt out because you don't get why people can't do what you, you know they're supposed to do, what's good for them versus the word and what yes. you probably know in your heart. And I guess use this today to challenge yourself and say, you know, what can I do to get it back to where I think it should be? And we should all be concerned with that as men particularly, but as Christians and then as pastors. So know our hearts in that. Um, if you came here looking for mistakes to find or a theological debate to have, you should message me privately and I'll have that with you because mm. we're not here to have a necessarily a theological treatise. Oh, the big guy can talk. Oh, what's a treatise? Um, Sound like a debate. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> you don't need to worry about it. So those people looking All right. for it. Uh, anyway, that's where we're at. So, Love you. We're not we're not <laughs> criticizing Christianity because we're a part of it. We love it. We're asking questions right, and, and wrestling. I'm part of the body. <sighs> That's my job is to catch us up. There we are. So last time, AJ, we kind of talked about, you know, you want to kind of catch people up where you were at. 
And in all fairness, I guess let's just be real. We tried this again yesterday, <laughs> and we stopped and said, this is still weird. We're not doing this. And then yep. I think today is the day, man, where you're going to see the fruits of, of that, of, like, figuring this stuff out. I agree. You know, it's it's taken – it's been a weird road. This is a – you know, to preface, we're, we're picking up where we left off, you know, even including yesterday. You know, it has been something that I feel like Christians in general don't do. They don't face – this weirdness, or when you get mm, in a place of when you realize that you're not being who you really are, you're not willing to face it. And that's where I was at. I was I was conforming to the modern Christianity. That's what I was doing. So, to catch you guys up, um, you know, I was feeling, I was being dishonest. You know, I was not being honest with myself and my feelings, and I wasn't being honest with the guys. And I was just talking at people, like he said. We were just, I was talking at Todd, I was talking at Clint. I wasn't listening, I wasn't interacting. And the reason why is because I had fallen into this almost like I, you know, if you watch the show before, I've told you guys about how I was scared to play a character. I kind of felt like I had fallen into this character, but it had turned into life, too. It wasn't just in front of a camera, hmm. you know, because even behind the scenes, I was doing the same thing. I was talking at people. I wasn't interacting. I was falling into myself and my own self-hatred. And I was just, I don't know, man, I was a, I was a shell of who I really was supposed to be. So, you know, and I'm back. <laughs> so, you know. That is essentially, in, in a nutshell, you know, that's what happened. And, you know, and for a long time, like you said earlier, you know, real talk was, hey, we're going to interact and talk about the crap that you don't want to hear. But here we are now, and we're doing it again. Or maybe you do want to hear, but it feels uncomfortable that's to talk right, about. That's right, you know, because maybe you're like us and you really want to know. <laughs> yeah. I can say for <clears throat> the difference even from when uh, part A and then even from recording, trying to record last night. Yeah. There's definitely seems like there's more passion behind it now uh, in what we're trying to, for what you guys especially are trying to say and, and even how you're approaching it. And I think it's easy for us to when we get into those funks to where, uh, you know, we're already in our own brains, in our own minds, that's we're already struggling with that self-doubt, that self-hatred. Yeah, man. That we don't want to let someone else come in uh, and speak into our situation because then feeling like, hey, you know, it's just another person that's, going to point out uh my falls and all basically it's, it's all us trying to battle with our insecurities yeah dude and like i don't know you know there's a lot that goes into like how you get to where you are and where i was at was i had i had been since i was dishonest with myself i was i was unable to be honest with others which is so lame and you know now i'm kind of back to where you know like i said i'm back dude and like i realized that i was holding in a lot of junk you know that i didn't even realize that i hadn't I hadn't realized I was holding on to it for much longer than even like just like the past month, month and a half or so that I've been weird, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's cool. Cause I was able to even, that was part of even getting to where I am now was even like last night. Like, you know, I had to face that stuff and go, you know what? Hey, you know, I have these feelings and like, I don't know, I don't know if I want to go into those right now, but we can at some point. You might as well. You're already yeah. Ready. So, you know, I was holding in a lot of anger. I was holding in a lot of hurt too. That was one thing I didn't realize, man, I was hurt. You know, I was hurt by culture, you know, of, you know, people who are close to me, you know, I was, I was mad at, I was mad at the guys, you know, I was like, listen, you know, I don't think anybody actually cares, you know, and myself included, I was, I was mad. Well, let me, let me, I, let me start the other way. I was hurt because I felt like nobody cared and I was angry because me too. <laughs> mm. And so, you know, that took a, it took a lot for some reason to realize that that's where I was at, man. And so, you know, I was, it was cool because I realized that I've been living 
in a shell of myself for so long that I forgot that I'm a relational person. Mm. I like talking to people. I like having deep conversations and actually getting to know people and love people. But I, I had settled into this weird, this weird box of that's not you. You know, slowly faded into like, oh, like I'm not relational. I had literally just done it for so long that I had just I had tricked myself into believing that I was not relational. I was just I was introverted when I think I am an extroverted person, mm-hmm. you know. And so, you know, that was one of the I think that was a key thing that I noticed last night of like, dude, like I actually like talking. For some reason, I had just bought into this lie and this anxiety that I wasn't. Do you think? Dude, that's really good and honest, so I appreciate that. Do you think that introverted people don't want relationships? I think they do, but they don't, a lot of the time, the introverted people, I don't think they want to put in the kind of effort an extroverted person does. See, I don't necessarily, that's interesting, okay? I'm going to change that. Okay. I think introverted, like my opinion, I'm not saying, introverted and extroverted to me, since you brought that up, and I like that, because there might be some introverted people out here, and I like that you said, because in your mind, becoming introverted became an excuse to not have a relationship. Yeah. So, and I definitely actually agree with you that a lot of introverted people, because of their uh, personality types, um, can, because it's so exhausting, right, to put mm-hmm. forth the effort to be, because that's really what it comes that's right, from. They need that a I always time. forget that, right? An introvert and extrovert in the definition, as far as personalities, what they're saying, it has nothing to do with whether you're outgoing. It just happens to be that extroverted people typically are. Supposedly, <laughs> it's actually where you get your energy. So do you feel more energized when you're around people, crowd, you know, people, or do you, do you get more energized when you're alone? Does that make sense? Yep. That being said, I guess I'm, I'm kind of challenged a little. I even think introverts want relationship. They have to. You know how I know that? Because humans do. That's right. And I love that you said this, because that's kind of what I brought up. And I'm going to grab and piggyback off and then go here. So my frustration yesterday was bigger than the show. Yes. And what I realized, and I shared with you and, and one of our friends, Tim, yesterday, I have a lot of frustration to hurt too. And I had let the I let a hopelessness come over me hmm. because I long for community, true community, okay, which I think our church has. Let me say that, or the church that sponsors the show. But like anything else, there's this I've noticed this trend of becoming, you know, we use the term Christianese. And even if our Christianese is a different dialect from another church's, we've begun to speak it. That's right. Concern. And, you know, when I look at these verses, okay, I actually put some verses together. I mean, it is wired in our heart to have relationship. Mm-hmm. And we want more than what we're really give, like getting or giving. We want to be known and to know people. Mm-hmm. We want, actually, probably be known. We want to be known. More than I think sometimes our selfishness can stop us from knowing others. That's but, right. I agree. But I, but I don't know because I also think that like we know that part of that intimacy involves knowing like like if I spill my guts to you and you never spill to me, even though it feels good to have someone talk, there's still something missing. Mm-hmm. We want real community. So let's just think of this in scripture, okay? Okay. It goes back to what you're saying. Like we talked about a little bit before. Uh, it's wanting to be seen. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because if I'm dumping all my uh, cares onto somebody, and then uh, they don't respond back. To me, like, yeah, I did get that off my chest, but then I still don't feel that they're I, I'm seen because they're not willing to go into the areas uh, that level that what I did. Uh, so for me, like, you know, remembering that, you know, people do want to feel wanted, mm. and asking the questions 
like, how do you guys feel about that? Have you ever struggled with this? And if you have, because we all, every human has issues. Oh, absolutely. Every human goes through wanting the, the struggles of feeling wanted uh, or unwanted, struggles of being unseen. So, you know, if they say, well, I've never felt that, you know they're lying. Oh, absolutely. You're not being real yourself. Mm-hmm. Not at all. So entering into those like, hey, I know you've done it. I know you felt it because you're human. So how do you guys deal mm-hmm. with that situation? Asking them those questions. Hmm. That's good, man. That's really good. And then when you're saying like people want to be uh, – they want, even introverts want that, uh, in a way, some community and relationships. Well, I, it's in the Bible. It says that the enemy uh, tries to drag us away and entice us on our own. So if we're not having those relationships, uh, you know, that's easier for the enemy to, when we are by ourselves, uh, to, to feed into that, to feed in those things that we're hearing. So I do believe, because I'm an extreme uh, extrovert, mm-hmm. uh, so I think even introverts, like I know quite a few of them, uh, they still want those relationships. They still want to be th- those conversations. It's sometimes they just want them when they're ready. Mm. Yeah, but that's, that's, I mean, that's the problem. So like, we, this is the danger, and I'm not saying you're doing this, okay? So I, this is what I don't want to do today. I do not want to sit here and say, have the answers, but then realize, like every Christian in the world can tell us the answers. Every Christian is going to say, I want relationship. So we already started going there. We already started going to this place of like, yeah, we all want relationship. Like that's not real. Because real, I mean, that's, I won't even read the verses then. You already said a verse fine. I got 55 verses here, but no one really cares about that. That's what it seems like. I was trying Mm -hmm. to read verses. Nobody really cares in this thread about that. So we'll (laughs) move on. I'm being serious, right? Um, But that's being real too. Why don't we, like, okay, so you don't want to hear it. Because I like it. The bottom line is, why doesn't it happen? Okay? Okay. Why doesn't it happen? There is not a Christian in the world who is going to say they do not believe we're supposed to be in community and desire relationships. So I'm going to read this now. Let me read it, guys. Yep. Real quick. Everybody knows some. A new commandment I give to you that love one another just as I have loved you, you love one another. How did Jesus love? Okay. He certainly didn't talk about himself and his feelings a ton. That's what I find weird. He did to some friends, but he spent a lot of his time learning and loving and carrying burdens for other people and serving them. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you're doing. This is 1 Thessalonians 5.11. Encourage one another. Build one another up. There it is again. This focus on other people, not myself. Above all, keep loving. This is 1 Peter 4.8. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. It's interesting. Earnestly is like sincerely. Don't just talk the talk, right? It's like the idea you brought up the other day. Actually, you brought this privately. You said last night, okay? You were talking to some of the other guys, and I'm not yeah. going to let you throw them, like, ugh, it goes back to my wound. He's like, no one really loves me. Why did last night, here's, here's something real, why did last night you said, I don't think anyone loves me, but Todd, but when the camera turned on, you said, nobody loves me. Isn't that interesting? Mm. I guess I, know, I, didn't, I didn't even catch that. The only reason that, I'll get to that in a minute with my own crap, but it's interesting, because we just talked about this. Mm-hmm. So the enemy tries to, you know, and I'm not saying he did, but like, we get <laughs> wounded in a lot of ways. Um, but earnestly, not just talk. Love covers a multitude of sins. When I choose to earnestly love people, if I'm sincerely doing it, it's kind of hard for me to be sinful to them, towards them, or to not accept their faults. Uh, 1 Peter 3, 8, Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. How many people in your life have a uh, sympathy 
a brotherly or sisterly love for you, a tender heart towards you, and a humble mind. P.S. Are now you ready? How many of you have that? How many of us? And this is why I got a little frustrated again, and I love everything you said, Norman, but so I'm not mad at you. I want to make that clear. But that, there we go again. We can regurgitate the truth here over and over because we've been taught it since you became a Christian. Here's the facts. Why are Christians lonely then? Because we're not on, we're not home. That's true. But I don't see that. Like there has to be some relational things that happen in our lives. P.S. Christians, this includes, you know, your uh, spouses even, right? Hmm. That's your first one, your friends, whatever. Um, John 13, 35, by this all people will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. What kind of love? Well, it has to be an earnest love. It has to be a love like Jesus. It has to be a love that encourages and builds up. It has to be a love with a tender heart. It has to be, you know, all these things. And then Colossians 3.13, I only wrote the first part of it. Bearing with one another. Bearing means weight. Here's what I think. I think most people are lazy. Most of us. And we don't want... Like, I can choose to love you by doing stuff for you. Right? And, and, that, and there's a... There, again... Anything can be extreme. Even the best of us sometimes, I'm going to go, I'll take you, give you a ride, I'll do this for you. I'll... Mm-hmm. But man, you know the thing we don't want to sacrifice? Time. Yep. Time. That's so true, man. It's got to fit our schedule. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I think it's interesting that like we all desire the point of this. And, and Norman, truly, everything you said was great. I just want us to do something with it. At the end of the day, we all want relationship. And I love what you said too. You know, tons of introverts. And I agree with you. So then what do we do with that? So instead of sitting here telling everybody in the, sh- in the show why they are like that, the easiest thing is to start with ourselves. What stops you, 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 and me from loving other people and wanting to know them? And do you think you really do 100% of the time? No. If the answer is no, the kind of guy I am as a Christian, if I believe Jesus is 100, he's the perfect example, should I be justifying the 10% that I don't? Nope. Or and P.S., I'm not saying condemning, because condemning's selfish too. I stink. You're still not changing anything. Or should we be going, man, I want to grow. You know, what's stopping me? How am I contributing to that culture? So we can call it popular Christian culture, but guess what? We help create that. What are we doing to create that? Hmm. I think, so when you're going through those verses. So sorry, guys. I'm blowing my nose. I'm very sick still. <laughs> the battle continues. Good news. It tells you I forgot the camera was on. <laughs> so... When you're reading through those verses, thinking about myself, right, and like what what is out of those things, what are the things that I don't like to do or that things I don't do when I'm not loving people? I think one is a humble mind. Hmm. I don't I do not have a humble mind all the time. I will I will elevate myself above others at times and that will come out outwardly. And I think that will create friction. And then before you know it, I'm not loving that person. Hmm. Um the other one was Oh man, what was it? Sorry, guys. We'll come back because we can't okay. just sit here. Yeah. Anyone else? For me, uh, we I struggle with fear uh, of not wanting or one a fear of wanting to say the right thing. I say the wrong thing. So if I if you're sharing your heart, I want to be able to speak into it because I want to be able to. I'm a fixer. I want to fix your problem. So then, I'm also fearful of saying the wrong thing, and then leading you somewhere deeper than where 
uh, you should have went and actually went into more maybe like a sin thing than actually helping you get out of it. So what's like an example of that so people understand? Because I, I, I kind of think I know what you mean, but what do you mean? Uh, so like if, a, uh, like, think about it right now. So if I'm sitting here and like you share your heart about, uh, you know, something and I'm <laughs> like, well... personal advice instead of scriptural advice so if you uh, instead of saying like hey well this is how i went through it this is how i dealt with it Mm -hmm. and so sometimes my own experiences that i tell you that i went through it it wasn't a good thing so and it led me on a darker path so that i'm telling you like hey you know uh and it might just not work for you Mm -hmm. yeah i guess that makes sense um, I think okay. I guess we'll start with me. Um, then I then I do have when I think of all of us. Uh, I can get you know I didn't read this one. Love is patient. I'm not very patient, so I, I will justify like I want to love you and fix it. Mm-hmm. Just tell me, and if you don't want to do that, then okay. And then <clears throat> I can get caught up too. Sometimes I let. I assume. Um, like I put people certain people in boxes. And like they don't have the, they don't want to be real, so I don't even care about talking to them, which is terrible, right? Or they're this Pharisaeal spirit, and and I've said this before, and then doing so, I kind of can become that way. But if I feel like they're a person, it's like a religious-hearted, um, it's it's truth without grace, mm-hmm. you know, blah blah blah, and it's not. I don't want to hear them. I don't want to love them. Well, what happens is, and what I didn't realize sometimes, is. Say you guys see me interact with someone like that. You're going to think then that that's how I'm going to treat you if you do mm-hmm. something I don't like or love, right? And huh. then, so not only do you, I make you nervous, but then also I can carry that into thinking everyone's like that. So I'm a, I become this very defensive person. I never thought about that. Does that make sense? Yep. Uh, that's me. Um, yeah, and, and I don't trust people very much. And... I think intrinsically I know and I desire so much for that true, cool, loving intimacy. And I've been burned so many times that I don't, I'm very selective with who I do that with. Hmm. But then what ends up happening is I'm even selective to the people I've selected. You know? Wow. Yeah. It's deep. So anyway, what do you got? Um, I'm very selfish. Um, mm. And actually I am an introvert and I don't ever want to admit it, but... Um, I'm very selfish in the fact that I, I care more about myself because I don't think you're going to care about me at all. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I normally lean on the side of I'd rather be alone as long as mostly because I don't want to be close to you because you're inevitably going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. At least that's the lie. Sure. That's not actual reality. No, I get it. And but that's, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and it's that's this weird feeling. thing. So <laughs> I will pull away from somebody if I sense like they're having a life change or a life event thing or any of that, I start to pull away and I start to put up walls. Mm. And my walls look like a tough guy. And it looks at all these things, and I start to get aggressive, and I start to get all these things, and I stop loving you. Because I want to get as far away from you as I can. I want to get away from you, because then you can't hurt me. Mm. If I'm pulling away, then you can't hurt me. And then I'm very selfish in the fact that, like, even when I'm not pulling away, I won't actually, I'll just, re, I'll give you everything that's going on in my life, and then I'll leave. Mm. I won't actually talk to you. I won't actually spend time with you, which is wasn't even how I was in high school, because I used to annoy people greatly, because I'd push to a unreal standard and then people even with people that I wasn't really close with I just keep pushing and then I'd inevitably be in the place where I was like I don't even know how I got here and Mm. like 
that's changed since I've been out of high school and things right. like that. But and like it stemmed from hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, I have a lot of weird hurts that just I live out of a lot, and I'm very insecure, so I don't I don't open up, or I and I don't love you, and I allow my insecurities to hurt you, or a lot. No, it's not a good way to explain it. I'm so insecure, I don't even focus on loving you. I focus on protecting myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yep. Yeah, I like that, man. And you actually said the truth. I think most of the time we're just selfish. Mm-hmm. And we spend our time focusing on our own stuff. And that's cool mm-hmm. because yours are like, your heart is not selfish. But that's pretty mature and crazy of you to be able to acknowledge because everything we just shared is still selfish. Mm-hmm. The reasons why. I'm supposed to hit him with a bunch of <laughs> um, So on the podcast he's been chewing his fingers i mean oh, literally man. like a wolverine oh, yeah. and he's like hey guys help me and i've yep. tried he doesn't listen so i was like we agreed i'm just gonna slap his arm yep. and i was i was afraid to do it on camera hard but i will after I mean, yeah. um, they literally had this conversation right before yeah. so aj was oh, yeah. okay with it so for those who think todd's being Thank mean to aj for once aj actually okayed it <laughs> I, I really like uh clint what you said too because i think that's a lot of us too we get hurt, and then we're like, I'm not going to get hurt again. Mm-hmm. So, but, now let's wrap this around. We've all shared. Here's the bottom line. So every Christian in the world says that love is the thing, right? we got to love. But isn't it funny how we've made it okay to not love? We've made selfishness okay. So I brought this up in a message a couple weeks ago, or last week even. It's funny, man. If somebody in the church is caught stealing, boy, will we make sure that there's some church discipline about it. Oh, yeah. Right. If somebody in the church is caught in a sexual sin... You better believe we'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. But, huh, that Christian leader that is caught in selfishness. Now, nah, we won't do anything about that, even though the Bible says it. They're envious. Uh, they're hate-filled. They're prideful. We don't do anything about that. And we've literally accepted that as normal. When in the same sense it says, you know, I could read in Galatians or whatever, in the same, uh, you know, sexual morality, uh, homosexuality, all these things won't inherit the kingdom of God. It also talks about envy and lust, and strife, and hatred, and yet I don't hear a lot of churches doing church discipline on, mm-hmm. on those things, right? So that reminds me of what Jesus said when he said to the Pharisees, we're not defending sexual morality, you chumps that are listening, yes. looking for some weird religious thing to run home to daddy about, and tell big bad Todd is saying bad things. Um, if you take grace too far, can't take it too far, the Bible says that, but... <laughs> Uh, where sin, sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. Right there, that's it. Proves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an aside, because I've known there's been some leaders in this community who have said that about me and this church, mm-hmm. without which is ridiculous. But real, real. I got off there. Um, I you can do. Jesus said, you know, you've neglected the greater things of the law. He's talking to the Pharisees. You do all the big ones, where you neglect the small ones, like justice, mm-hmm. mercy, you know, love, all these things, faith. Uh, you can look that throughout scripture. That's not that exact verse. When, it, as far as the list, you should have done one without neglecting the other. It's not either or; it's all of it. And until the church, with a capital C, until pastors are confident enough in themselves in their calling to quit being people pleasers mm-hmm. and start being people leaders and people shepherds, and that goes for me too. And and start challenging the culture of a church, even if it costs you that wealthy church member. Or it costs you that really good guy, good, servant. Man. Matthew 18 makes it clear that it doesn't matter the appearance. That's right. Sometimes it's hard, man. I've said this before. You know, it's easy to judge or uh, Christian leaders sometimes, but until you realize that the in their mind, the food on their table is dependent on whether their board's happy with them. Some of those that have a board. Now, that being said, 
doesn't change their calling, but I'm going to flip it around and say, say, you know, that's not just Christian leaderships. That's an easy scapegoat. If you're a Christian watching this, how do you, like, if you're the one sitting there pointing fingers with someone gets, that you hear about someone's porn addiction, but you don't say a word about someone's snottiness or greed or whatever because they get, they drive a Mercedes and have a nice car and a good job mm-hmm. with three letters like VIP or CPA behind their name. So now, you know, the higher the social status, the less important it matters if they're hateful, greedy, selfish, envious, all those other things. Right, and man. you allow that. We allow that. It's, it's all part of what feeds it. You know what I mean? So we've got to start taking that, that verse very seriously. Okay, I'm going to say this again. This, this, just this verse alone. By this, John 13, 35, by, this is Jesus himself. By this, all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. <laughs> if you don't have love, okay, I don't care all the rest of it. And he talks about this in 1 Corinthians 13. You know, he says things like, hey, if you have enough faith that I could literally do what Jesus said and move a mountain, but you don't have love, it's nothing. It's worthless. If you do prophecy, if you do miracles, miracles, anything, Mm -hmm. it's just noise. Mm -hmm. And yet we don't live like that. But we'll quote that verse. Oh, yeah. You see, does that make sense Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, I think wrap it back to me because I want to be real. I have allowed and we we all do this. Even some of you out there are doing it. You you start in a good place. Let's say sexual sin. That's a good one. It's good to be firm with that. And there are pastors and there are leaders and there are church people who who are kind of wolves or whatever. Right. And, And meaning. They probably do take advantage. But I've said this for a long time. There's a lot of people in our Christian culture that would rather throw out a hurt sheep, right, just because they might be a wolf in sheep's clothing. So you you literally go, well, even if I hurt some sheep by chucking them out, at least I'll make sure I always get wolves. That's right. Versus there's rather than being, okay, yeah, maybe I won't catch every wolf, but that's not our job anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, God, Jesus himself says, I believe in Matthew 23, I will separate the sheeps and the goats. I will. <laughs> Which implies that at the end of the time, there will be some goats amongst the sheep. So I just, I feel like you start off in a good place, man, even me, right? And the idea of like, ah, I want to be this, I want to stand. And then you just become embittered because, you know, you end up, it becomes religion in the same, and it's still the same sense, right? Like why, because these certain types of people don't love well, I will not love them, <laughs> which is ironic, you know? I think one of the things too is that we try. There's the Bible verse that says, "What's done in the dark will come to light." Yeah, I think that some churches try to control what comes to light. So, like those, mm. those secret sins, the the sexual ones that are done, the pornography that you're doing, uh, that's secret. But what about the the gossiping that's going on in your church? Right, that's done in secret, but you're not bringing that to light. So there, there's that double standard, I think, and then. Some churches are, are, are trying to control that when the Bible literally says it's light and it's darkness. There's no gray, there's no gray area. It's either darkness or it's light. I don't know, man. I like, yep, gray light, yeah. Gray light, yes. That's it. I don't know, man. You just got to you, you realize that if you're willing to, you know, stand strong on, like, sexual immorality, but you're not willing to dive into someone being, you know, being a prideful punk like you're weak. Like, yeah. you just got to be willing or to accept that. Or even calling out selfishness. Or, yes. Or, you know, let me give you a Christianese answer. Sometimes we we know how to paint our sin in a way in Christianity that it's okay. So <clears throat> I, I'm just going to give a big example, right? The Bible says we're to go to church. Right? Mm-hmm. That's an easy one. But I, I, let's go with love, okay? Sorry, 
I'm not loving because I'm working real hard to, to, um, to provide for my family like a good Christian man, right? In that moment, we have justified, and, and most of the, be, be honest, you hear that in most churches, like, oh, cool, I can't say anything because it's for his family, mm. right? I can't say anything because it's for, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When the truth is, imagine if I did this. Sometimes I look at pornography because I'm stressed for, for, from providing for my family. Yep. We would call that. We wouldn't go, oh, that makes sense, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we'd still yeah. call that out. And I think, you know, by calling out, by the way, we don't mean attacking. No. We're pushing into and saying, hey, Todd, I know you're stressed, man. I know you're busy. But, like, do you think maybe you're being, you know, are you still seeing people's hearts? Sorry, got to prepare a sermon. Okay, I guess I can't ask him that. You know, maybe that's, the, I'll use myself. So, yeah, you're right, man. We are weak in the sense that we don't want to push into those areas because yes. they've also become, because we'd have to challenge more than the person. We're challenging right. what's the societal norm within that church. Yeah, to me, there's like two options here. Like, it's, it's what we just said, the weak. And like, you just got to be willing to admit like that you're weak in areas. You got to be willing to admit that so you can grow stronger in it. Mm-hmm. So there's two options here. There's either that, there's weakness and fear, or there's arrogance. And there's arrogance in the sense that you know that you know that you're probably part of that too, so you're going to put you and those people above it so that you can create this this weird fake religion that says that because I don't, because we're not acknowledging this, but we'll call you out over here for doing this thing, now we're better, and so now we don't have to deal with that. It's arrogance, man. You know, I th- and I think a lot of people will do that. You know, they'll take, like you said, they will take, you know, they'll take their selfishness and they'll go, okay, well, I know that, this person's being selfish, and I'm selfish, but I know that if I make it out to be that selfish, selfishness isn't as big of a deal as this person who who is on heroin, well, then that person is lower than us, and we can make everyone else think they're lower than us so that no one has to look at our selfishness. It's okay, arrogance. Man. I think the Christian culture, they care, uh, can get caught up in caring with uh, the reputation versus restoration. Bro, I love that. He's, this guy's so good at coming up with sayings. I know. He is. I love it's that. It's awesome. Cause it, thank you. Because uh, it's... I, I, it's, I, it's so this, good, is, this is the norm in that it, I show up with accepted compliments. Bro, that's, that's for real. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. powerful. Because I was... And I think you're 100% right. I, w- I was part of uh, a situation where uh, it wasn't me, but where this kind of happened, uh, where there was someone's faults in their sin was brought out publicly and... Uh, they cared more about that than the actual restoring him. Mm-hmm. Like, and it yeah. got me thinking because it's like I had conversation, you know, with this person uh, this years ago, but explain the hurt that was behind it. And then looking to where that person is now today because of those hurts. Like, what would have happened if the church would have walked beside him instead of just kicking him out? Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with you know going through the Matthew 18 step the steps if you're willing to walk it out with him as well. It's not hey guess what I'm done with you. Like man that fires me up. City, yeah. That fires yeah, me and up. And in that case you're talking too some of the steps were clearly mm-hmm. you know jumped because that person wasn't told they couldn't be there. They just could they were put up there and it was put on blast, you know. Yeah. Kind of, and, um but I guess in that mind set 
in your mind, let's be clear, like, because there is, a, in Matthew 18, it does say that, and like, go to the church, you're saying there was never in any, any indication that it was like, I want to help you. Right? Exactly. Um, and you were involved in that far more than me. But here's, I want to make the connection between the two, because it may seem like Norman moves to a different thing, but I think, it's, I think he's exactly right. So this culture thing, right? Calling out one thing, not calling the other. We won't, we want to be loved, but we won't push that as Christians. We say that, you know, they will know us by love for one another, but then yep. we make it more about they will know your mind by how you appear holy mm. in the big sins, not even the the others, right? You should do the, as Jesus said, you should do the the big ones while also not neglecting love and forgiveness and mercy and grace and all those things. Amen. Coming back to, to you, though, so what kind of culture does that create? Well, it creates a culture where, of course, you're going to start caring more about reputation mm-hmm. than restoration. Why? Because it goes back to what I said to you. I don't want to shake it up, right? Because that would mean I have to face and make like, this, this culture we've created that minimizes some sin and maximizes others. And so we don't want to do that, right? Because if you... If you walk beside this person who's done this one sin, well, that reflects poorly on me. That's and right. you even if it's biblical, even mm-hmm. if it's biblical, oh, I don't want to do that mm-hmm. because then people are going to think my church is blah 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 blah. You know yeah, what I'm man. saying? Mm-hmm. And, it, and then what does that in turn create? This strange religion, man. Yeah, yeah, religion. That's that, and I like that you call it fake because it's not even the one of the Bible. No, it's not. I have no idea what's going on in this hallway right now. Um, it's like someone shooting someone. Sounds uh, like a staple. Can't man. wait to go out and find out who it is. <laughs> is it a stapler. I was, so. At first, I was thinking they're flipping some light switches, but that you got me thinking stapler because I know that we do have a board right here for the youth group. That we put stuff on. So I wonder if someone's stapling up the, the closet or something. And everybody's That's... like, "What are you talking about?" Anyway, <laughs> hey, but guys, we're gonna have to. Uh, this will be kind of kind of segment one of, of part two here because. Yeah. Normonian here, and I have to go serve our youth here. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll come back with part two and Clint. Yeah. Uh, well, you won't notice it on the show. You'll just see right. that he disappears, and it's just me and AJ. So in a minute, watch this. So hey, we'll see you later, Norman. You Love you, dude. Love you guys. I'll send you on your way. That was magic. I didn't expect this. <laughs> we traveled through time. I saw it happen. I yeah. just made him disappear, and it was only me. You glitched in the reality. Take the blue or red pill. Do take a uh, red, I guess. <laughs> I think that means real life. Uh-huh. So yeah. we took the blue. Anyway, Matrix reference. Uh, hey, so welcome back. Yeah, new As movie we coming you, out. By welcome back, I mean, you know, the second segment of part two. Uh, it's only been just moments since Norman left this. That's right, man. This uh, studio. And here yeah. we are to continue. Do we look a little different? He had other commitments. Just had to, you know. Look more tired. Pop, pop out of here. Got hair, not as... Nice, maybe. <laughs> and although those in podcasts couldn't hear that, why'd we tell you? So, <laughs> that being said, you know, I really enjoyed that conversation, though. And uh, I hope other people did, too. And that's, Me too, man. That's the stuff that I'm really into, man, is I just want, I want the real stuff, man. I want deep friendships, real community. I want uh, a vibrant faith, man. That's, that's right. That's, we've talked about this. Um, faith and joy and peace, I want those things, and... And God says, you know, that's the thing. If this is real, that's there for us. Mm, that's so good, man. And part of that is the community that we're in. And we want the meat. we got to be, we can't settle for, like you said, this kind of fake religion that we sometimes create. It's true, man. You know, especially, it's funny. It's been, it's been such a difference, even in just such a short amount of time of making the change, you know. So, mm-hmm. 
What about it? <laughs> I'm listening. I'm curious. I know. Sorry, I got the giggles. Yeah. It's been a long time. I know. <clears throat> well, it's been a couple minutes, but... <laughs> yeah. Since um, we, uh... But yeah, so... Just such, it's just such a big shift, man. Like, the weight is just gone. It's crazy. You know, it's, it's funny when you are not following, when you're not following Jesus, when you're not doing what you're supposed to do, mm. and you're just, you're acting out of a shell of who you really are. Mm. You don't realize, like, you don't realize the crap you're accepting, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you're, you are literally just settling for the shell of yourself, and it's sad, you know? <sighs> I, I was a completely different person, you know? I I was talking to some guys, and it's funny. I realized that, and I don't remember if I said this earlier or not, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but I realized that I am literally, like, I am a relational person, mm-hmm. and for the past at least month and a half, I think probably even longer than that, I've acted as if I was not. I've acted as if I was, like, a solitary person, yeah. where I'm more, like, I get the energy not being in yeah. with people, and, like, mm-hmm. that's not true, like, and I, I love... I love talk. I love talk. I, I love talk. I love brick. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking to people, man. And like, I love connecting with people. And like, it's cool. Lamp. It's cool. <laughs> I love lamp. It's cool getting to know people. And like, I don't know, man. It's so weird how, how I just settled for that. I literally like tricked and convinced myself that that was who I was when I wasn't, you know? Yeah. Why do you think you, yeah, I guess we already talked about it. It doesn't matter. I mean, to go back into it. But I think yeah. that's cool, man. And genuinely, I mean, it matters. But I mean, I don't want to make you go back. Mm-hmm. I think what's cool is for me to take away, and it goes me too, for both of us, is it's easy to compare last week to this week. Hmm. And it's not like situations changed a ton. No, not really. But like you said, and when you're doing what God tells you to do, whether that's letting people carry burdens and share, whether it's, you know, all that kind of stuff, um, loving people radically, serving yes. people, being in the Word even... You know, all that stuff. And I know we didn't mention that, but it, it's all of that, you know. It's real. It plays a role, man. Yeah, and you and don't like, even have to understand in the moment. Because, like, when you're down or sad, and you're like, I should read the Bible, your mind, it's it's not like you're, let's be real, you don't in your mind think it's going to, like, you don't understand how that's going to help. Your mind tells no. you, oh, that's not going to help. But I'm telling you, that's just an example of every time. It does, and I don't get it. It's just the living it's supernatural, word of God. man. Yeah, yes, it's there that, is a it's, supernatural it's, aspect. That's right. It. It's that part of faith that you can't explain. Really, it just it's happens. True. And I agree, man. Like in those moments when you are sad or when you get into those modes, you don't your mm. your conscious mind often doesn't think that reading the word is going to help you, which is weird because I think that's just like the sin in us, right? You know, it's that sin nature that like we we naturally, since we're born with it, like we can't rationalize that stuff. And so, I don't mean it's so powerful, you know. Mm. Even it's funny because I can even see I can see like God like changing people's lives. I can see Him moving in other people's lives. But like, man, when you don't apply it to yourself, you don't realize how much you're selling yourself short. And so, I don't know, man. I'm just excited to be back, which is so weird to say. It's almost like I was like taking a vacation. I'm coming back, but it's true. Like I just feel, yeah, man. I just feel like I'm back. <laughs> so it's cool. Every time you say that, I think so shady. Nope, actually, different. <laughs> it's Kid Rock. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Don't look that up. No, it's pre, pre, pre-saved. It is actually pre-saved. Todd, his in, uh, his life interests. <laughs> so, 
I have some stuff. Okay. You guys had. We're gonna move on, unless you guys. I don't know, fun turn. Do you have anything to close up that? No. He no. says no, sir. Cool. So I'd love to get you guys' thoughts on this. You know, when when you, I guess I'll be very direct. When you're going through a period of life where you're not being yourself, or you feel like life has lost kind of like, like 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 has lost luster or fire or life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That it's something, it doesn't, it's missing something. What is it? What's it? What is it for you? What's the, you know, are you kind of like AJ? Are you a person that in that moment you've, or me, that, you know, in my case, it was becoming jaded with stuff around me and, and then in turn becoming the thing I don't like. And for you, it was sort of accepting this version of yourself that wasn't you. Either way, both of us are living yeah. out of who we're not. Exactly. Um, you know, did you find a correlation between your own spiritual life? You're out there. I mean, your spiritual disciplines, reading, prayer, church, doing the things that God has told us to do. Or if you aren't a Christian and you're watching, you know, what do you do in those moments when life feels empty? Mm. So anyway, it's good, cool man. stuff, man. All right. Real talk. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about something. <clears throat> One other reason that we were a little weird for a while, and I realized this, and okay. I, I'm, before I even look, I'm going to mention, and I said we we're going to do it, and we're going to do it. <laughs> All right. Nobody believes this because they're going to cause conspiracy theorists. Oh, boy. Here we go. Period. Let's get it. Social media Mm -hmm. suppresses Mm -hmm. um, content creators, in this case, even though a church is putting out, it's still content, who say and discuss things that they don't like to be discussed. That is factual. And who bring up other arguments. Or don't necessarily accept the status quo. And you can think what you want. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. So at times, I think we learned that early on. And I, I, don't, I never told you guys this. I thought about this. I wonder if sometimes the part of the reason we lost ourselves is because once we realized what was happening, we stopped talking about everything mm. because we didn't. And, and I know we did it for a good reason. We did it because we didn't want. We wanted the important stuff. Yes. Which is Christ and the gospel. That's what right. means to, to gospel. take front and center. But in doing that, man, we're shutting down a part of who we are. That's true. And then we become kind of politically correct in a way. That's right, man. So, PC. you know, you guys might see that with this episode. Um, and it was working, by the way. The more we didn't talk about certain things, you guys notice our views and stuff were going back up. It's true, actually, which Especially is sad. Especially on the platform that has to do with the front of your head and a novel. <laughs> the front of your head and a novel. Front head novel. The thing that you look at in a mirror, novel. That, which you may be watching this on right now. Yeah. Listen, I understand it's their, we've talked about this, it's their platform. They can do what they want. My issue with it has always been just be upfront about it. Mm-hmm. Just say, if you talk about this, you're not going to get, you're not going to reach as many people, period. Yeah, man. And before you guys think they don't have the possibility, because like, you think there's just one person there sitting there watching, push a button? No, it's there's called many. algorithms and it's called um, software and, mm-hmm. you know, you know they, they have keywords and things that they search your stuff for. Absolutely. And when that happens, I mean, how do you think they get the little banners on your memes? That's right. How do you, you think th- yeah. they like? There's some person reading all your stuff. No, they have it set that way. That's right, man. So that's reality. That is reality. Um, that being said, we're not going to do that anymore. I love <clears> it. Now we might come up with creative ways to talk about certain things mm-hmm. so that you can hear about it. Um, that's a fact. 
I love it, man. Um, and mm. I think the, the most of America is waking up to that. That's right. You're waking up to the fact that you, that one side of the discussion mm-hmm. is, is not accepted by large technological firms, mm-hmm. um, certain government agencies, and certain media platforms in general. Mm. You know, they want a certain line to be pushed. Yeah, they, they want a message. Yeah, they have a certain um, viewpoint that they believe to be so true that they don't want to hear the rest of it. That's right. And so that's reality. And, if you know, we have a lot of, I mean, that's a fact. I'm not even going to debate it with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so this isn't about a, a political candidate anymore or president. This is even bigger than that to me. I agree. Um, a lot of people want to make it about that. And it's also bigger than a medicine that is put into your body via a very sharp object. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Code again because I'm trying to beat this. You I, like what I did you're there? doing well. <coughs> so it's bigger than that too, though that's become what they make it completely about. And so uh, they meaning, you know, a lot of these big tech people and, and government, certain government affiliations. And P.S. guys, I don't necessarily, my personal opinion is that this is uh, not a partisan issue, meaning it's there's people on both sides of the aisle yep. who contribute to this. I agree, man. So I'll throw this word out for you guys. Look it up. Do you guys in this room actually know what an oligarchy is? I do not. Yes, I actually do. Fun turn? You want to tell everyone what an oligarchy is for the most part? Uh, so correct me if this isn't the exact yeah. direct. Uh, definition. Mm-hmm. I know this because I play Dungeons and Dragons and I created my own world. Fair enough. Where there are oligopolies. And I love I love the idea of this. And the fact that I like it in a fantasy setting and the complexity of it. I don't like it in the real world. <laughs> so it is a group or a collective of very powerful figures, uh, either rich or the highest in a criminal organization, all coming together. So essentially, the top most rich and most influential people, they all come together and they essentially rule over everything. Mm-hmm. They are that is the government. They the, say it again. The, Sorry, that last part. Uh, looking. The rich and the most yeah. powerful rule over everybody. It's essentially a group of people that rule over ev- absolutely everything. They're like, a, like mm-hmm. almost like a council, but they they literally rule over a large group of people. Uh, typically, very wealthy, yeah. very influential people. Right. Criminals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will rule over a large area, and they become an oligopoly. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. A little bit of that is the school system. I know the. He's hundred percent right. So he's kind of even making it uh, very specific. But an oligarchy, even more baseline, is a small group of people. Yeah. Typically, it's going to be your wealthy. Right. Control society and government. It's a form of government we've kind of named, um, and, and it's called uh, that. We've we it's been around oligarchy. It's a Greek word. Okay. So <clears throat> this small group. Look it up. I'm wrong. Oh, I was just wondering what it meant in Greek. Well, now I gotta look. I'm so <laughs> he was not gonna look. So I gotta. I, I do remember, but he was, I, I gotta can't. know. Because think about it. anarchy, oligarchy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because the Greeks do the Greeks like sometimes when you look into their words, like it's so like impactful because you're like. Uh, it means uh, oligos means few, and archi, which means rule. So few rule, rule of few. Yep. The rule of few. So, wow. um, 
oligarchy is this small group of people. So that being said, you can understand why it isn't really for some a partisan issue, meaning a political party issue. Because right. both sides, you know, if I'm on one side and you're on one side and we both have been running the show for 20 years, yeah, we'll probably put aside our petty differences because you and I both, at the end of the day, you scratch mine, I scratch yours, we want to stay in, like we want to stay in power, right? That's right. You want to stay in control. So Absolutely. to a degree, there has to be a narrative that keeps you both in power. So <laughs> this is not saying that things aren't true. This isn't saying that certain diseases or um, sicknesses aren't real. I've never said that. Clearly, that would be That's foolish. Right. Now, statistics and things like that can be skewed. Sure, absolutely. About anything. So that's right. Anyway, those kinds of things. And it sounds funny and silly, I know, but it's kind of a test. Like we, I'm telling you, if you use certain words, guys, mm-hmm. you will be. You try it yourself. Sure. You already yeah. know it. Type it Get in on, your status. Type in your status. Do a little selfie video real quick. Yeah. Make a uh, make a live video. Yeah. Talk just about do a quick video. And go back and check it. Mm-hmm. Hour two hours later. Yeah. We'll see if there's a little banner there that says something. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, and it's not just the banner, right? I mean, literally fewer people see it. That's right, man. So anyway, I think that's been part of our issue too. At least for me, when I started thinking about it, like my frustration, it, it's that I'm penned in sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know? And then we become kind of boring because <laughs> that isn't who we are. Boring. It's true, man. There's a lot of, I don't know, man. There's a lot of stuff going on right now, everybody. And so, you know, again, I don't, I don't know how in-depth we'll go. I'll kind of let Todd steer that ship. But... There is a lot going on, and, you know, I think in this current state that we are in, I think it's very important to become as educated as possible, and that means looking beyond the lines that you think are, there's nothing beyond them. I think you should look farther. Oh, yes. Look past all of those little lines. Yes. So, that being said, um, we're going to dig into some of these things you guys shared because we can. That's right. Let's do it. I'm excited. Which I'm glad I'm glad you came prepared to steer the ship because who knows what I would have said. Hey man, one oh, yeah. thing at a time. One thing at a time. That's um, right. <laughs> we have some we questions too. We might do a few of those. We have a ton of good questions. I mentioned that last week. Mm-hmm. Main part of the show, again, remember www.theremnant.live slash real dash talk. Boom. Shooting your questions, thoughts, comments, uh, articles, and we'll talk about them. Let's get it. Lego. What do we got? I got made fun of one time of that. I remember that. Lego? I gotta find this. Yeah, I was making a joke. Um here we go. So what do you guys got here? Okay, here's an article that I find interesting to talk about. Okay. You guys uh, hear about this... Uh, no thanks, go to the website. <laughs> you guys hear about this uh, trans fighter, Alana McLaughlin? Yes, I have. Who used a chokehold to defeat his opponent, Celine Provost, okay. a woman by birth. Yep. Um, although... Provost, the one that was defeated, uh, this is the article, is a 32-year-old female that has had over a decade of experience competing in MMA. She lost her match to McLaughlin, a 38-year-old Army veteran who spent six years serving in the U.S. military as a male. Wow. Um, And actually, Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan, you know him? Yeah. He actually called it sickening, and of course, they're jumping him. Um. Yeah, man. He I wrote... It's kind of interesting. I'm sorry, what? I keep going. I yeah. Just, yeah, this is interesting. He said this, and I think it's a good thing for us to talk about. Morgan wrote an opinion piece published by the Daily Mail after the match um, in Miami, calling it the, the, quote, moment that ideology met cold, hard reality. Um, the journalist argued 
that Provost couldn't compete with the overwhelming physical strength of her opponent. And that's a fact. Um, so what do you guys think about this? I watched the fight. Oh, really? I watched part of the fight. <laughs> well, did it look as bad as he's saying? It was terrible. He it, says... It, her head was just bouncing around. Like, literally, like... She didn't lose as a chokehold. She was concussed long before the end yeah. of that fight. Like, I've seen boxers. I'm actually very into boxing. I love boxing. But I've seen fighters get rocked. And when you see two men hit each other, it's normally, it doesn't look like that. But literally, she bounced off the cage. Like, mm-hmm. she was stumbling. She was bouncing. She, he would hit her. Mm-hmm. And it would almost like she would bounce back into the fist. Like, it was terrible. Jeez. And, like, he just rocked her repeatedly. And you could see the difference in physical strength. It was sickening. It was disgusting. Yeah. Man, I just don't understand how this is even fair in the slightest. And I don't understand how people can just be like, yeah, man, this is okay. This is normal. Like, even when you look at it in the con- like, in the context of... What was her name? The actual woman fighter, Pro- Celine Provost. Celine. Provost? So even if you look at this from Celine's, you know, perspective, this is somebody who's trained for years and years to make it to a point where she's at mm-hmm. to beat some to beat her opponents to do all these things to go on a road that you know is long and hard for any athlete of any sport. To get to the highest level, well, I think it's highest level. Is it UF? Was it UFC or uh, it's co- some or? other combat sport? So it's not that, but it's high enough you're getting paid on to you know all that. Stuff. Which is right. So you've you've you you are a professional. You've made it to the professional level, which is a small percentage of people can do that. So you have taken that journey, and for it to get completely railroaded because of a transgender woman who is in mm-hmm. all forms. Was a man for thirty three years. Yes, literally a man for thirty three years. By the way, well, lived as a man for thirty three years. Right. The fact that people can just look at that and not even think about her, like from her perspective, like, are you kidding me? You know, like that's just it's just not fair in the slightest. Like, you know, all that hard work, in my opinion, down the drain. Because if you ask me, you know, if if she's gonna be able to beat beat him, ten out of ten, no. You're never gonna reach the top. If they're going to allow this, you're never getting anywhere ever again. It's over. That's what he said, too. He said the real victim, the shame here, the victim is women's sports. Yes, it is. It really is. I didn't see it, but he said, um, and that's why I was curious that you saw it, he said that um, her punches, Mm Salim's, were were bouncing off McLaughlin's like a lion cub trying to hit a lion. Like it wasn't even affecting. Yeah, yeah. that's just insane, man. It's sad. here's, Here's what, dude, this is why... It makes me so sad because I've watched fighting for a little, quite a quite a bit of time now, at least a few multiple years, and it makes me so sad because there was such a, uh, what's the word, such a honor in the sport. Like, yeah, it it's come a long way from dirty fighting and things like that that used to happen a lot more, and there's still low blows and things like that that happens, but at the end of the day, man, like. It's dis- it, Honestly, it disgusts me because that's not fighting anymore. That's not an actual com- competition. That's just that's pro- practically domestic abuse. Like mm-hmm. it was terrible. And the only and, and you know the reason why I say that even bring up like it's come a long way from dirty fighting because I wouldn't be surprised to start seeing women start doing dirty fighting like the old boxers used to do. They have to. 
Not sure it'll matter, man. And even then, yeah, it probably won't matter. Yeah, I it, doubt it. Yeah, I mean, this <laughs> is just terrible. Yeah, man, it's just it's completely. I agree with peers. You know, like you, it's completely rail. It's completely just put a stop to women's sports and its progression. I mean, if if this is going to be allowed in all aspects and just and just a full, they're just going to let this fully roll out into everywhere. It's over, man. I mean, like women might oh, yeah. as well not even play sports anymore. Well, it's like that guy that went to the Olympics in the female weightlifting. Yeah. He ended up failing because he's <laughs> clear. If he had not gotten hurt, or he, I think he cheated, I think, or not cheated, but had bad form, so this thing wouldn't come. Did you hear about this? I did hear about this. And this <laughs> anyway, you know, let's just be real. We've talked about this many times, man. Mm-hmm. Like, um, this isn't even an issue of <laughs> what whether someone should be allowed to live the way they want. You know, it's a whole different issue. It's not even yep. really a matter right now of transphobia or even transsexual what it is is a, is a reality check mm-hmm. about what a male who you know like he had mentioned in here the hormones and stuff do nothing to the bone density the muscle density no 33 years of testosterone at a level that it was at um i mean your structure is different oh yeah yes and you are not gonna beat a man you know it's not um, gonna happen who has the same even somewhat similar training. Oh yeah, I mean it's just. <coughs> so I don't know. I agree, man. It's completely railroaded the progression of women's sports. He he hit the nail on the head. So I don't know. What do you guys think about that? If you're allowed to post about it, I mean, again, we're not being able, but it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Here's an interesting. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I have something that'll just make everybody mad because why not? Um, <laughs> if we're gonna be real. Uh, Dude, I'm to the point where with this and all of trans sports and everything that's going to happen because of how it is, honestly, I just think these are a bunch of male athletes that took the coward's way out because they couldn't make it with the other males. And that's well, just sure. the truth at the end of the day. You couldn't make um, it up there, so now you're taking the coward's way out and going to go fight a bunch of women or go compete with a bunch of women because you aren't able to compete at the same level. You may not even be good enough to compete at the same level, so you're doing something that you're now destroying something that these people have worked at. So hard. Yeah. Yep. Um, It reminds me of what you said. It reminds me of, do you remember earlier in the spring, I think, maybe last year, I think it was early spring, where that, the runner, there's some race up there in like New York where it was, I'm so sorry, excuse me, the the, the guy Mm -hmm. who became a woman. Yeah. (coughs) Or is living as a woman, was racing in this women's race and he had placed because he used to run men right he was the 200 and some male competitor right like, that's what he ranked 200 and he or placed something to this effect it's not exact but right. it is pretty similar I remember wow. 200 and won the whole thing <laughs> and won couldn't you know? crack 200 or even even you know like you said like maybe and that's not an insult to women we're no. just talking about like what he said his the point cl- here. right the clear difference you know and so. the crazy part is they're getting praised for it yeah, until what happens? They're getting dies. celebrated, you know? They're getting celebrated for being so brave. That's what's <laughs> going to happen in these combat sports. Somebody will die. And that's, that's what he said, too. Yes. And then, I'm going to tell you what, they won't be the first death. And, dude, UFC and combat sports are not people you want to mess around with. And I mark my words, a trans, whatever happens here, they mm-hmm. kill somebody accidentally... They won't want to step in that ring ever again because the next opponent will be aiming to kill them. Like they're trying to kill each other as it is by fighting, but <laughs> there will be no like 
rules go out the window at that point. Like, there will be, like, that's going to open a can of worms that you can't ever close. Yeah, that's true. Because those, especially those guys, like, some of them aren't right at all. <laughs> some of them aren't right. There's something a little bit loose up there. They've been hit one too many times. But even, like, it, it won't end well. Like, mm. I, it's just, it's terrible. Because yeah, it, somebody will seriously get hurt. Yeah. I agree. I agree completely. What do you guys think? Let me know. Hmm. Ladies, you want to fight a guy? Uh, just, no, you know, I, I guess if we're making a joke about it, sort of, but we are, it is serious, you know, yeah. and what does it say, you know, guys with, with daughters out there, do you want your daughters having to compete against men someday, you know, whatever their sport is, well, especially a, a violent sport. Mm-hmm. Moving on. So this is an interesting one. Essentially, we're, what we're doing here, folks, is Real News, Real Views. We haven't done it in a while, but we're back. If you think about oh, yeah. it, right? Okay, yeah, really. Real News, Real Views. You ready for this headline? Oh, man. Now, you already know the story. So you can be the one to catch everyone up. Ooh. Kodak Black accepts Jesus as his, quote, Lord and Savior. So Kodak Black, if you guys didn't know, <laughs> yeah, rapper. Some people wouldn't know. That's right. <laughs> I'm serious, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's, what is he, like 20? 24. Like 24 years old. You know, he he hit it big. He had a song that came out, I don't know, a couple, three or four years ago. Could be a little longer he than that. Went to jail, got pardoned yep, by Trump. Yep, yep, yeah, exactly. Went to jail, got pardoned by Trump. Uh, he's been in a lot of trouble growing up, had a really rough upbringing. Uh, and now he's he just got out not too long ago. Now it's been a, probably what close to a year mm-hmm. around there. Probably. And uh, yeah, he got pardoned him whenever. Yeah. So that's, that's right. And so the story goes is that no, this year it was just this year, right? He did those pardons right before his term was out. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, f- several months. That's right, several months. And so the story goes is uh, you had a couple of uh, I don't know what what they're faith is i don't know what um i don't know it was a couple they're just i mean they're christians yeah it was a couple right. christians they, they were part of some organization i don't remember what they it was attend called. king jesus universal ministry we there don't know go. anything about that part nope. that's irrelevant we're not again we're not trying to be we don't know anything about it that it's irrelevant right. to me right but they were christian ministers that's right kevin door and anya ickert there you go and they were uh this is a crazy story oh yeah okay. now they were Stopping at a gas station, and they Just end a up... a random gas station. Yep, random gas station, and they go in there, and they see Kodak Black, Kodak Black and his crew get into a conversation with him and ends up praying for Kodak Black, and uh, they have video evidence of them uh, having Kodak Black, you know, essentially going, hey, Jesus is Lord, praying for it, and it's pretty wild, man. And then, and then to push this even farther, you know, because I'm sure people go, oh, it's not even him. You know, Kodak Black came out on, I believe it was either Twitter or Instagram. I can't remember which one it is. And he shared the video that they had po- posted online, and he's, he essentially said, like, God versus devil, whose side are you on in the war? <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty cool, man. You know, this is one of those things, because I remember when, you know, when this first happened with, like, Kanye back in the day, you know, it was it was a very interesting time, very exciting. Uh, so, you know, Kodak... It's pretty cool, man, to see a guy who, you know, with the upbringing he had, because I know he was, a, he was, a lot of his life, he was just constantly in trouble and managed to get, you know, break out of that through music. But, you know, a lot of the time it doesn't erase the fact that you live the way you live, you know. So it's cool for him to be in the position he is now where he's saying, hey, man, 
I accept Jesus. So. Yeah, and, and in the video, um, one of the others took a video of it, which, you know, again, you can think what you want of that. Mm-hmm. But it is a cool testimony in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it has here exactly what he prayed. And it's it's a legit, I mean, like it, it, he prayed that, man. And he came out later and said, hey, God brought these people to my life. <laughs> Lord's going to find you where you're at. I mean, it's cool. So it reminds me a lot of the Kanye stuff early on. Remember when we talked about that? And, yep. Um, even the beaver stuff. You know, at the end of the day, guys, we got to take people at their word and, yep. you know, the fruit will bear that. And I think we need to be careful. You know, why do we question it? Let's just celebrate and pray, be thankful for our brother. And the reality is pray for him because That's right. he is going to face temptations and things like that that we don't have a clue of. Nope. You know, because frankly, and the only reason we don't face it is we don't have access to it. Nope. Whereas he does. Oh, yeah. So I think it's cool. I'm excited to see and, you know, make sure, see if that's that's real solid Mm-hmm. You know, that fell on good soil. Absolutely, um, dude. It sounds like even though he got in trouble a lot, he did a lot of good in the community, which is why Trump pardoned him. And he had yes, a he very, was very philan- involved. Yeah, very, very philanthropic person. Yes. Um, so it's kind of cool, man. Person of peace, you know, a person open to it um, who responds. And we'll so see cool. what happens in the days to come. I'm excited. Have you guys heard much about Kanye's album? Was it Donde? Donda. Donda. No, I haven't actually. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, still blatantly. Christian, That's as awesome, far dude. as the titles and even the, I only listened to one, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, I, again, I don't know, we kind of talk, we don't know necessarily where he's at, but he is publicly, yeah. publicly claiming, you know, to be Christ follower. Yeah, man, and and like, again, it's one of those things where I think people, we want to point out all the faults, we don't do right. that to each other, mm-hmm. but I can just read even some of the names to you, God breathed, mm-hmm. praise God, <laughs> Jonah, believe what I say. Heaven and hell, hmm. keep my spirit alive. Jesus, Lord, hmm. television, Lord, I need you. Come to life. I mean, hmm. Jesus, Lord, part two. <laughs> I don't know, man. These are He's... like, and that that, I mean, just getting the name Jesus out there, man, is because uh, that debuted number one before Drake's came out the week wow. after. Wow, no way. Mm-hmm. Nice that album. That's crazy. Dude. Now again, the only reason I listen, I've been, I keep track. I believe it or not, I don't like Drake his music. Um, <laughs> and I haven't even listened to this album. Um, that's not saying I, if I like, I don't like music like that. I'm just being honest. I'm not a fan of Drake. Yeah, I love rap music. Rap um, music. I don't rap like music. Stuff. And that's an area everybody knows, and I'm pretty passionate about. It's like Christian rap today, in my opinion, the best guys. Some of those guys are certainly superior. Oh yeah. Um, lyrically. Oh yeah. Man. To to mainstream. So anyway, cool story. You know, Kanye, let's pray for them, man. Crazy Absolutely, stuff's man. Hashtag pray for Kodak Black. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Get it started. Blow up Twitter. Trending. Stop trending. We'll talk about the other one Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Nice, man. What a ride, we'll talk huh? talk about the C-Vid. The C-Vid. Oh, nice. and the things that go into our body via metal rods. Mm. Little metal sharp things. Little metal sharpies. You know, um, it's, not, it's not even... Probably not what you guys think. You know, we don't really care so much about whether or not you want to get something mm-hmm. as much as we care about who tells you you have to. Yeah, we, we oh, yeah. care about freedom. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> God gave us that. That's right. That's a fact. So, hey, good show, man. I'm excited to be back on. I'm probably, Me too, man. Probably going to seem a little weird to some people because we were kind of all over and, you know, oh, yeah. we used magic. Just kidding. <laughs> or am I? Uh, the Matrix glitch <laughs> earlier. Em. So, yeah, we're excited to get going. Um, we're making that deal with you guys. Hey, we're back. We're back. And, uh, we hope you join us for the ride as we tackle some 
Some real stuff. <laughs> yeah. Those real views. Share what we think. We've already got some plans to, if we get booted from certain platforms. Oh, yeah. We got Jesus some or anything else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got ideas. So we're excited, man. We, we love you guys. We love Jesus. God's in control. I know this world seems crazy sometimes and out of control, but you know what? Who's not surprised? God. Mm, amen. Uh, you know, God, I read that quote from someone a while back. You know, God, God's not going to bed worried tonight. Right? Going, God's not worried. He's got this. <laughs> so anything you got to say, man? Hey, thank you guys so much. I love you guys. Thank you so much for sticking it out with us, especially through the weirdness of this episode and then even in the prior episodes, you know. Um, like Todd said, you know, we're back. It's good to be back. Oh, man. I'm so excited. Listen. You guys are watching from Facebook. If you haven't already, share it, mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. shoot us a comment, and we'll get back to you. Whether it's a concern, complaint, or love. If it's complaint, don't say anything though. <laughs> and also, if you're watching from uh, what is it, YouTube? That's the one. Why don't you guys go ahead? Why don't you guys go ahead and subscribe to us? Hit that subscribe button. I can't say that word. And hit the notification bell because when you do that, it'll send you a notification, and you can see us first. And if you're watching from... sound every time I did that? I can do that. I might be able to do that. No, I said you already hear it. Oh, dang it. Yeah, anyway. (laughs) And if you're watching from Rumble, go ahead and shoot us a Rumble. (laughs) Now, we know we're back when Funturn's going... (sighs) Anything you got to say, Funturn? Uh, On all of our podcasting things that you're listening to us, we love you, Pod Squad. We would really appreciate it if you would just give us a... A like or download the podcast that really helps us out, as well as leave a review. Give us a five-star review, and we would greatly appreciate it if you would give us some feedback specifically. Like, you don't even have to give us real feedback. You tell us, like, that you like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I like them, too. It's true. They're delicious. But if you don't have anything good to say about us, just like your mama said, if you've got nothing nice to say, keep it to yourself. Um, (laughs) So that's all I got to say. It's great to be back, and I can't wait to see this Tuesday. awesome hey we love you guys share like all that beautiful stuff interact with us comments we're gonna we're committing to that too getting back into this me fun turn aj we're gonna check that thing we're gonna see when you guys comment we're gonna interact with you we want to talk to you those are particularly on the book Mm -hmm. you know and youtube and and like i said even even the the podcast all you got to do is is use the link and www.theremnant.live slash real dash talk or go find us on facebook or wherever else youtube and We'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know where you're listening from and all that love beautiful stuff. It. We hope you guys, actually, before I do that, you know, I just found out. We had a new person watch our barbershop and bikini episode, too. And one was from India. Hello. Hello from and India. They gave us a like. And the other was, I believe, from Australia. Hello. Very welcome. <laughs> Hello, welcome. <laughs> anyway, uh, everyone else, we love you just as much. We, have a great, we hope you have a great day, and God bless you.